All right, once again, uh, I'll share with you all this. Had the uh, dynamic duo a week ago tomorrow, flu shot and the latest COVID booster. Apparently, I'm in the minority. Uh, Vaccine misinformation, which uh, first began spiraling, of course, during the COVID-19 pandemic, has grown in the United States in the years since. This, according to a a new survey from the Annenberg Public Policy Center of the University of Pennsylvania. More than 1,500 adults responded to the survey between October 5th and 12th. And according to the results, uh, the share of people who viewed vaccines as less safe and effective has increased since April of 2021, uh, when the group was first included on a panel for the survey. 1,500, well, relatively small group, okay. Uh, Let's talk to the man about it. Mr. Bruce Wiley, Executive Director, FICOR, Professor, City University, New York, Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy. Bruce, how are you today? Not bad. Always glad to be here. Uh, always a pleasure to have you. Um, now, as we once again make our way uh, into fall, winter on the horizon, uh, we have had numerous conversations, Bruce, about um, the, uh, the the vid uh, spiking a little bit. Now we're bringing in different variants and what have you. Uh, what is the forecast as we have this conversation right now? Well, the concern is always when the the weather starts getting colder uh, and drier, that that might facilitate the transmission of the virus. Um, it might the the conditions alone may facilitate the transmission, but also people are moving indoors, uh, so there are more indoor activities. Uh, so we've seen in the past. Uh, several years that there has been there's tended to be a, a spike an upswing in november carrying through december and january so so that is the concern again uh as i mentioned uh, just got the latest booster available i would imagine bruce uh it was the moderna uh by the way uh mm-hmm. that that takes into accounts uh the new variants so i should be in pretty good shape but who knows yeah, it, it's it's targeted more towards the XBB variant, which is the variant that we saw much earlier this year. Um, so naturally, what whatever is targeting a later variant, as opposed to you know, the bivalent booster, which was like a year ago, you're you're closer. The variants right now are closer to the XBB versus what was done previously. So it's not exactly the same, but it's closer. So it should offer better protection. Bruce, is there always going to be a new variant on the horizon? Is that uh, is that kind of the way it works? Yeah, it's, it's high likelihood. It's you know similar to you know the flu virus. Each year, the flu virus is different. There's a different strain. Uh, with the coronaviruses, the mutation rate's even higher, so you have more and more variants uh, emerging in a ra- more rapid fashion. So this will probably continue. That's why the the thoughts is is that this will become some type of annual vaccine or something that people will take regularly. Are other countries still tracking these viruses and the variants? Because I remember years ago when we used to have you on, there were variants coming out of London, there were variants coming out of China, whatever, and they would know where they're coming from. Now I just hear these variants, but they never say where they originated from. Are the countries still doing that tracking? Or is it just now when you see a new variant, that's just where, you know, it's just a new variant? Yeah, I, a lot of the tracking over the past few years have, have actually been done by uh, by networks of scientists. So you'll you'll have these databases that whenever someone sees 
what they think is a new variant. You know, they, they, they'll genotype it and they'll put it into the database and say, hey, we saw this here based on this sample. So it, we, as a world, we sort of have been relying on this network of scientists. And now the challenging thing, of course, is scientists always don't have the don't necessarily have the funding or the money to be able to maintain this. So it really comes down to like, you know, who happens to be tested where and what's hap- happening with that samples. So, yes, we are seeing variants emerge and, and it being marked as different locations. But since there's not as much attention and not much resources going to it, it's going to drop off. You know, after I was done, Bruce, um, mm-hmm. you know, like the last time I had a booster a year ago, I went to go give the uh, the nurse my COVID card. And she looked at me like I was an alien. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, they just don't care about that anymore. I did the same thing, yeah. The, yeah, it's sort of the opposite of baseball trading cards, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem to be as valuable now, yeah. Uh, um, what is the, uh, the the forecast for flu? Again, got a uh, flu shot. Um, is it expected to be uh, a bad one or data not available? Well, typically, we we look at what's happened in the Southern hemisphere uh, because what happened in places like Australia uh, tends to happen here. It's not exact. Um, And uh, so like in the previous year, there was like a bad, a worse flu season in Australia than we anticipated a worse flu season here. Uh, There's not necessarily that indication this year, although it's, it's, it's hard to tell, you know, it can be a little different. It can be disconnected from the Southern hemisphere, but that's what we really tend to go on and we say, okay, the other thing we go on is, is this current flu vaccine a good match for the circulating strain? So sometimes it's like a great match, like you get it exactly, and sometimes Mm -hmm. you get it off. So it really depends on that. All right, my friend. Thank you so much for Mm -hmm. the insight, as always. Always happy to be here. All right. Valuable information, as always. Bruce Wiley, Executive Director, FICOR, with us here on The Album Show on 760 WJR.